soap and water. Wash your hands. Coming to direct from the After Hours Lounge in the back room of the best cigar shop east of just west of this very location, it's the Cigar Hacks, better known as a bunch of hacks, talking cigars, etc. Our panel of hacks for this installment are Mustang Mike. Mustang Sally. <laughs> there we go. All right. It's the day for it. We got a crowd. <laughs> oh, we got a big crowd here tonight. All right. Nurse Rick is in the next seat. This town needs an enema. <laughs> hey, enema boys in the house. We're up here in Federal in Dover, New Hampshire. New Hampshire. Yeah. Then the next seat over, we got the Silver Fox. And she makes me glad. Hey, guys. How are you? <laughs> All right. Little Charlie Rich for it. <laughs> the Caballero at the end of the table. Hey. Gil. Rick picture music. Hey, it's drum and bugle, Claire. It's good stuff. It's, it's the Caballeros. Say it's hello. the Hawthorne Caballeros. You're going to have to turn that on and speak in. So, there you go. They say, say oh, hola. You have to talk right into hola. it. Oh, good. Okay. And we got the Family Jewels. I've got big balls. I've got big balls. <laughs> <laughs> Rocky yeah. Mountain oysters in the house. Yes. <laughs> <laughs> Dominator. 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 Hello, welcome to Federal Cigar Dover. What's happening? Okay, Ricky, why don't you introduce our special guests? Okay, we have a very, very special guest in the house. Um, we have Christian Aroa of CLE. The Christian Aroa of CLE. And to his left, we have Jim Price, also from CLE. Price, price, baby. Can I say something before you guys get started? I don't know the show's any good. The music so far has been pretty good. Oh, thank you. Thank you, I can't believe you guys have had 122 shows or 121 shows. Yeah. And just now you guys invite me on a stupid show? Yeah. And, and I just the, sat to hear the music alone. Well, we had to get good first. And at the end of the table, we have What About Bob? I want to a pirate named Bob. B.O.B. Bob was a drunken old slug. <laughs> okay, this is your humble announcer, producer, Sagai Heck Dave. To the man! The man! The legend! The legend! <laughs> Our segments include Hidden Hurt, Flying Cigar Review. We got a doozy tonight. Wow, this thing is monstrous. Okay, then we have current events in the cigar world. Uh, we got lots of local current events here, local and not so local, all over the place. Some in Florida, too. Then we got the local Spotlight Cigar Lounge Review. We're here at Federal Cigar in Dover. We're going to talk about the lounge here. We'll get Jeremy on when that comes up. And then we have a conspiracy corner where we expose the ugly underbelly of possible truth along with a hidden earth reveal, hidden earth recap. Find us all over the internet, usual places Facebook, Twitter, Instagram, our website, cigarhacks.com. And Pornhub. And Pornhub. Pornhub. <laughs> Thought it was porn tube. Price. Huh? Price. Porn baby. Tube. Yeah, there too. <laughs> <laughs> 
Wow. Oh, okay, man. he wants to take this cigar. Jeez, man. So, Christian, this is from you? This, you know, this cigar? I spend my whole time raising my boys, so I'm not to go hang out at bars. Yeah. Don't drink. Don't smoke and don't hang out with people like you. <laughs> like you. <laughs> yeah, I'm doing the whole thing, man. <laughs> yeah, sorry. I just have to get that in there. <laughs> just to say, I told my kids, don't be like me. Yeah. Right. <laughs> so just it's inevitable, uh, I guess. Wow. So, yeah, just don't tell them about it, right? Yeah. <laughs> okay, so this is like a, what is this, like an 8 by 70? or? I'm going to tell you, seven we're going to we'll, we'll give it up. It's big. It's pretty big. It's, big o- it's, it's, it's oily. I'm having a hard time figuring out what this wrapper is. I got like barnyard on the foot. It's the looking like a two-hour cigar to me. Maybe a little pepper. Oh, you probably it'll be a bit of three hours, man. Yeah, it'll yeah. be a while. It'll be smoking. You know, it's amazing because the, the new hybrids that exist now and some of the new seeds that are you could use now, you could actually get these 22 and 23 inch leaves. Back with the old Habano days, and when you just had the Criollo leaf and like the authentic Criollo leaf, those leaves only grow like 18, 19 inches. So you're limited to almost like a 60 ring gauge cigar and maybe six inches. Now with these bigger tobacco leaves, you can make so much so cigars that are so much bigger with one leaf. And a lot more interesting for sure. Wow. Which makes blending a lot more fun because we can get creative and just have a lot of fun with what we're doing. Wow. Wow. This yeah. sucker's huge. You need a pretty big leaf right. for this guy. <laughs> you must have had either a really, really good day yeah. or a really, really bad day for this sucker. This, this or last a really all day on day. the golf course. Yeah. <laughs> all right, let's light or these a really bones. interesting day. Yeah, that's right. The cold drawer and the foot, it's subtle. It's not a lot there, but there's definitely something there. Mm. So some cigars, you get nothing at all. Yeah. You get a little bit on this one. Thank you, sir. That's nice. Hey, there's a lot of the hair on this guy. Uh-oh, now we're in trouble. You'll be all right. You'll be fine. Yeah, it's an interesting time in the industry now, man. People are, you know, we're getting so creative. There's so much good tobacco out there. There's so many great blends. Yeah. So it doesn't matter what brand you enjoy. Just as long as you enjoy cigars and good company, and hopefully once in a while you try one of ours and, and enjoy yourselves. That's the main goal. And not one cigar smoker's ever going to get near the coronavirus. Yeah. That's the truth. You know, we just actually started. Uh, we, we, we um, you know, we've always taken precautions at the factory. We have all these hygiene. Right. You know, Bayer. We know Bayer as the aspirin people. Right. But they're very big in agriculture. So many years ago, like 2007, 2008, they really started focusing on us. Because in 19 in uh, 1999, we started this whole cleanliness process. Right. And it took a very long time. So today. We're finally grateful 20 years afterward because, you know, you don't realize you put cigars in your mouth, right? So, yeah, right. you know, fortunately, these people taught us the better manufacturing practice, and we have so many steps for the hygiene. Hygiene, you know, we have our own doctors in the clinic and wow. uh, in our factory. So now we just start a new procedure where when our workers get to the factory, you walk through this tunnel and, and you get this mist, yeah. which is an antibacterial product. So now when the brokers do this, we're also going to have a nurse now taking everybody's temperature. I'm here. That starts on Friday. I'm here. Nurse Rick. Nurse Rick. I'm a nurse. You do wacky head stuff, man. I was a cardiothoracic nurse at one time. Oh, yeah? And then I just deal with the cuckoos, man. Not not four weeks I'm retiring. Oh, yeah? In four weeks I will be retiring. Don't know. Look for a job, probably. Oh, yeah? Yeah. Listen, we could need help in sales here in New England because the guy we have now. (laughs) He's wonderful. We call him Barney Rubble. (laughs) Hey, Fred. Hey, Fred. We we call him the Price is Right. That's it. So next time he's on, you guys have to have Yabba Dabba Doo for him, man. That's it. That's a good one. Hopefully hopefully it'll be like episode 374. you You know what? It's a killer of a job. So we know a lot of reps. It's a killer of a job. 
It's a hard job. You said sales, absolutely. It's, it's yeah. a hard job because yeah. here in New England, there's probably only four or five shops that are true cigar shops and not hobby shops. Yeah. So it's very hard. You know, it's very hard. You've got a lot of hobbyists out there that have very small humidors and so forth, and they're doing it, you know, for the hell of it, not to truly make money. But they're part of it. And so we, They are part yeah, of it. Yeah. Oh, we yeah. Don't ha- we so. don't, the real hard part of the job is that our real competitor for every shop is the freaking government, right? So That's right. Never do you walk into a store, hey, did you guys hear they're relieved? No more regulations, right. no more taxes. Right. No, the conversation is exactly the opposite. Right. More regulations, more bans. More, right. So, and and these stores, man, they do such a great job of battling it. And our salespeople, all these guys, they really are shrinks when they go out there because, you know, the guy had a bad day, a new thing came out, a new law came out, whatever happened. Right. Yeah. And these guys really have to take the brunt of it because, you know, these guys are where the rubber meets the road. They meet the customer and say, hey, man, I'm sorry this happened. Let's see what we can do and, and try to help fix the issue. So, But it is very, very interesting. And one thing that, that I really wish that, that somebody would appreciate is what it takes to really run a store and what it takes for that store to function. That's right. And everything that needed to happen. First of all, there was a guy in the farm that had to start planting the seeds at 4.30 in the morning five years before that cigar was in the store. Wow. Or maybe even six years, right? All the steps that had to happen, the stuff had to go through customs. We had to pay a million taxes, a million different taxes. He had to travel. You know, this kid's traveling 49, 50 weeks a year to finally go and the cigar is finally at that store. Right. To be placed the way it is. And whatever the store owner had to go through also, he had to pay all these crazy taxes and right. put up with all these regulations. So it really yeah. is an interesting business. So when someone grabs a cigar, I really hope, and it's, you know, we used to do these trips to Honduras to really get people to appreciate cigars for what they really are. And it really is a, a work of art. It's a vessel that has so many tears in it, so much sweat in it. Right. Not, I mean, not actual sweat on the cigar, <laughs> but figuratively, so much work had gone into that cigar that somebody can actually appreciate exactly what it is so right. he or she is enjoying something that involves 200 people in the process something that involves so many steps so many years of work dedication experience all that kind of stuff so uh, a lot of sacrifice goes in it man so i mean that, that's what makes the business that's what makes me really truly love the, the business you know if we were making broomsticks it would be a lot easier right yeah. <laughs> so that's why every once in a while you get one of these that tastes salty this the sweats in there uh, yeah, yeah, probably. They got a little saltiness on it. It's the, a hidden herb special. <laughs> Stop being yeah. a hack, man. <laughs> this is what we do. Mm-hmm. No, this is why we here. So I far. think they actually bowl too. These shirts scream uh, yeah, I bowl, bowl on bowl Friday night. Yeah. <laughs> oh, that's what. <laughs> I think if you take that patch off, it probably says uh, bird bowl or something yeah, underneath. Yeah, yeah. Smoking a bowl. They have socks mm-hmm. to match. It's the hack yeah. bowling team. Mm-hmm. Nice sir. retro hail. You're not the first. That's to a nice retro hail bowling team. Mm. Yeah. So Ricky, nice and spicy. We uh, we do a shout out to the troops every uh, every show. So yes. So uh, just uh, a big thank you. We honor you. We respect you to the soldiers who are fighting the good fight here in this country and abroad. You know, uh, to the soldiers out there in Afghanistan. Trump will bring you home soon, hopefully soon, and safe and sound. So again, thank you for everybody that's serving. A big shout out there to Harvey the Reverend. He's doing very well from his uh, penis uh, valve replacement. <laughs> You know, he served 24 years in the United States Army. <laughs> then Chappie over in Plastow, 
Thank you for your service. Did you serve, Jim? I did not. No. You did not. Okay. Well, thank you anyway. I'm for in your servitude service. now. That's for okay. Tobacco, That's okay. But, uh, but I did not That's serve in the armed forces. Okay. But we do have major respect for those people. Okay. And yeah, in Honduras, do you need to uh, serve? No. Yeah, we had to draft in Honduras, but listen, my my dad was a military guy. He served. And uh, you'd be a pig's invasion, yeah. and then he ended up serving for the U.S. military in Korea. Oh, but uh, so he put my both my brother and me. We went to military school, and after I left Riverside, I went to college, and I really wanted to serve. I wanted to fly right. jets for the Navy. Is all I wanted, and which turned out to be a, a, a good luck for me. I didn't have my U.S. citizenship yet, so I went to a Navy recruiter. Yeah. The guy says, "Listen, kid, you got your green card. We can't put you in jets, but we can put you in hospital management." You can do that for a couple of years. When you get your citizenship, we'll move you into the flight program. Okay? I said, oh, great. That's excellent, sir. Yeah. Thank you. When I bought my OCS, Offers of Candidate Schools, it's like an SAT book. Right. I'm studying for the test. And I run into these enlisted guys. And I said, kid, what are you doing? I said, no, I'm studying because they told me this. Go, listen, don't be an idiot, man. <laughs> You're never going to see an airplane. Right. The recruiter probably has a quarter for hospital management. Right. Don't even do it. You're going to get screwed over. So I never, I never yeah, did go. True. And um, yeah, it's still one of those regrets that I've always had. I would love to have served, and, and I admire those guys so much, man. It's a lot of sacrifice. You know, these kids sit out there in the desert for hours. That's right, hours at a time. And you smoke know, cigars. They, they smoke cigars when they can, if they allow yeah. them to. Right. You know, they put their lives on the line for us. So Absolutely. a lot of admiration, and love for those guys, and respect every single one of them. All right. So recently, last week, we went to. Uh Big event down at Two Guys. You were just down at Two Guys earlier today, weren't you? Yeah, today, man. We were there. Yeah, last Friday they had their March Madness sale, mm-hmm. which is a crazy... you familiar with this at all? You mm-hmm. must be familiar with this. Yeah. This thing is nuts every year. They Dude, end. Dave Garofalo started those, I don't know, maybe a decade ago, maybe 20 years ago. Yes. Yeah. Originally, yeah. it was a way for him to get rid of old inventory. Yeah. Well, and this stuff became so big, you actually have to have cigars made for that event. Yeah. <laughs> and it's just, it's crazy, man. Got, yeah. They, they grew off. I've known this kid for a long time, man. Yeah, I remember my first trip to New England. I was, first I was based at the factory for like three or four years, learned everything about the process. And when the boom died in late right. 97, I got moved to the U.S. in 98. So one of my first road trips was here in, in uh, New England. Of course, I picked to come here like leaf peeping season, September. Oh, oh boy. It must have been freezing. Yeah. Listen, it was hard, but not only that, I couldn't get a hotel room to save my life. I ended up in this one <laughs> hotel room, which was, I think it's where the truck drivers would take the hookers. <laughs> listen, the truck drivers would park outside. Yep. The rooms had padlocks yeah. in the room. Yep. It was $29 a night. There you go. Yeah. That's what happens when you guys have we a got a, we got a song in for Somebody's starting to smell. <laughs> <laughs> the, the song fit. The right, perfect. perfect. That's my focus for another hack of ours. Yeah. All right, so, anyway, <laughs> so I remember. So I remember coming in. It was funny. I was like a puppy in the cold, man, because all I had was my Rand McNally nap, yeah. a, a map, and, and one of my stops ended up being Two Guys Smoke Shop. Okay. And you know, this guy took me in. I remember that weekend we ended up in a house in some shore someplace. And ever since, man, 98, Dave and I became really, yeah. really good friends and, and always very supportive. Mm-hmm. And what I like about him, and both of us put together, whenever we have a stupid idea, we're the first person we call each other. And the answer is always yes. Hey, we'll try it. We'll try whatever stupid, whatever, as dumb as you think it is, let's try right. it. And the kid's been great to us, and I really appreciate it. I'm glad he is in the, in the industry at a time when I grew up in the industry. Yeah, so March Madness is where I met Jeremy. Yes. Long, long time ago. 
Yeah, that's back in the day when they had the reps. All the reps were all the lines were at, at the March Madness sale, and right. Jeremy was in there. It's not a multi-vendor anymore, is it? It's no, they no, don't do no more vendors. No vendors. Yeah, there's not enough parking. <laughs> that's the problem. <laughs> they don't have enough parking. I'll believe it, man. Just take up the no, whole lot with the vendors. So Uber, baby. Yeah. Mm-hmm. You know, when I first looked at the cigar, I said, man, this is going to be out of my wheelhouse. Here we go. This is good. Yeah. yeah. But I, this is Thanks, not sir. as full as I thought it was. No, this is nice. This is, nice this is very nice. All right, so at least we know we're not going to be in the 70s. Yeah. <laughs> Maybe in the 80s. So, no, That's no, good. Yeah. We go 1 yeah. to 10. All right. So let me just tell our listeners who Jeremy is. Jeremy is now the manager of Federal here, Federal. Right? And partner, partner, man. Oh, he's a partner, too. He's a partner. He's a partner. He's a partner. Oh, put him on there. All right, there you go. You guys are on? Yeah. Thank you guys for coming out again. Yes. This is twice in less than two months. Thank you. Obviously, thank you for Christian coming out again. You know, we were sitting back here telling some stories. We go back a long ways, me and this guy. But one of the better, I didn't tell you this one, but, like, I remember in 2008 when we were on Bourbon Street in New Orleans, right? And I worked, I was the manager of Cigar Masters back then. We had Boston, Providence, right? But I'll never forget Brandon. He's like, you know what? Because I told Christian he has a good appeal. People like him. He's very genuine. He reminds me of like a Latin like Kennedy. He's got like that tall. He's got like this stately type demeanor about him. But I'll never forget Brandon's like, oh, yeah. all Because he just did his ad. He's on the boat, steering the boat, you know. All connects perfectly with the gringos. He says, oh, yeah, all the girls that work for me, they'd all bang you. I was like, I don't know if that's an endorsement. Remember the late harvest or the limited harvest? Can we talk about that cigar for a minute? Yeah, man. It's 100 years ago. Right? It's 100 years ago. How good was that box? Dude, the cigar was amazing. I remember that's a project my father did with uh, Cameroon. Because my father's, you know, my father's, uh, what's the windmill, like Cervantes, right? Don Quixote has always been the Cameron wrap, which he actually just grew. He's putting on, he's not giving me any of it. He's putting on that freaking, on the Aladino. That's at the trade so show. It'll be out. Yeah, yeah, I know. <laughs> it'll be out at the trade show, but not I was going to say, Dad, I want to do a cigar. No, no, yeah, no, no. I got to launch it first, and then you can get some of the Cameron later. Right. So, uh, yeah, but I remember that cigar really, really well, man. Good. We bought them all. We bought, yeah. well, not all of them. You told us we bought them. We didn't buy them all. We said we bought them all, and we sold them all. Listen, if you, if you guys haven't met Jeremy, I'll tell you a quick story about him. We were at uh, Casa de Campo uh, last year at the TAA convention. So I'm with my wife. She go to the show together. I said, listen, baby, I'll be right back. Let me just say hello to this guy. Dude, it was like three and a half hours later. Oh, no. <laughs> she's already all pissed off at me. She's, already, she, you know, she's ah, getting she's ready fine. for dinner. I'm still with this guy having a few drinks. I go, listen, I'm sorry, man. It really was just hello. Up. It yeah. just turned into they something asked else. where we were from. I said, I grew up right next door to Ray Donovan's house. And they all believe, like, oh, really? In the same neighborhood? I'm like, no, it's a TV show, bro. It's not real. <laughs> but I'm, glad, I'm glad you guys are here again. Yes, thank you very thank much. You for- I think what we should do, though, next time you guys come is we should take photos. I have a portable wireless printer. We should take photos of everybody that's here. And get rid of, like, Milton Berle. <laughs> we should put your faces up there. <laughs> I think it'd just be much better. You got no Hannibal Lecter, though, man. He yeah, looks creepy he and all. I don't care about him. I care oh, about him. Oh, I love him. him. Yeah, he's- I got a trivia question for you guys. Sure. You guys movie guys? I am. All right. Son of the Lambs. The very last scene where he's going to have a friend for dinner. Yes. Where was that scene done? Good luck. Uh, uh, wait, Spain? wait, wait. No, 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 no. No. no he was in. Was that in the United States of America? Huh? It, it was, was not in the United, United States. States. And it wasn't no, It's very yeah. close to the United States, though. So I'll give you a hint. Ernest Hemingway. Oh, so it was in Cuba. Used to hang out there. It was in, Really? No, really. It, it was, was in Bimini. Really? Uh, South Bimini, where the yeah. seaplanes used to come up. And he did that scene right there when, when Chocks were still flying. Yeah, he said, That's when he did that scene. Having a friend for dinner. 
and for for dinner. Actually, the phone booth is still there. And I only know because when when I semi retired, I started a stupid seaplane business. I decided I wanted to lose my money in aviation. Good luck. So yeah, I know I'm out of it. So uh, anyway, so they told me, no, no, hey man, you got to come here. This is where. They filmed the scene. It was pretty cool, man, the whole thing. Once you watch cool. the movie, after you stand there, it's pretty cool to see the whole thing. Yeah, hasn't changed one bit, man. It was. It's and the serial good. killer, who did they uh, get all their info from? Who was the Buffalo ser- Bill. Huh? Buffalo. You're right. And, yeah. gee, and everything Buffalo Bill did was from a very famous serial killer. Jeffrey Dahmer. No. No. The other one. No, Ted Bundy. Ted Bundy. Ted Bundy. Wow. And it was all in the newspaper. All from Bundy. Yep. Everything. Everything he did is what Bundy did. Oh, yeah? Is that right? Yeah. Crazy people, man. Yeah, crazy people. Just so you guys know, tonight is Wednesday night. I'm glad we had a good crowd here on a Wednesday night. Yeah. But normally we have ladies' night. There's deals all the time. I can be transgender. What's the deal? Oh, yeah. Well, that's right here in current events. Yeah. Oh, it's on current events. Awesome. Oh, absolutely. It is here. Thank you. Just so you know, we change the music. We have live music every Saturday. Yeah. Every Monday and Tuesday in the Dover store here and in the Epping store, you get 20% off of seven or more cigars. Yeah. In Epping, there's an additional 5% for Cool Labor Club members. Yes. So come on out. Everybody's welcome to come and enjoy it for themselves. Beautiful. Thank and you, again, thank awesome. you. Thank you, sir. Right. Thank you, sir. You're my guy. So this is a bar here. and here we A cigar have, bar, yeah. And we have our hammer and sickle bo- vodka bottle with us. Yes. I miss but gold don't Eric, drink man. that here. Well, it's empty. It's got uh, a lamp. I'm making a, right? a joke. I know. In case the liquor commission's listening, <laughs> no. somebody tries to rat us out, it's a joke. No, no, it's a lamp. Hey, we, we turn the bottle. to you. It's an Thank empty you. bottle full of lights. You gave us one the last time. I'll keep well, that one, too. Thank it's, you. It's, 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 it's for the bar. When we do an episode in a, in a lounge, we bring it's them a bar. lamp. It's B-A-H. Wait, you can't serve vodka here? No, I can serve it, but somebody can't bring a bottle from outside because the liquor commission is who issues you your tobacco license. But just so we know, I... There'll be hammer and sickle events here, yep. and hammer and sickle vodka. Excuse me, hammer and sickle, sickle vodka, vodka. Mm-hmm. on the menu. Right now, we yep. carry Wheatley's, Tito's, Chopin, all of them, Goose, yep. Kettle, mm-hmm. but we don't have hammer and sickle. But yep. we'll carry it. Well, the whole thing about the vodka bottle here. This is our mascot, the hammer and sickle vodka. Bottle. Oh yeah, our mascot's with us every show, and uh, that's why it's here with us. So. How do you turn it off, man? I was trying to figure that out earlier. Oh, yeah, yeah Tito's pretty good. Oh, People unplug drink it. the shit out of it, bro. <laughs> <laughs> that's good vodka too. And the guy that runs that stuff is a nice guy. Yeah. The guy that's the hammer and sickle rep gave me a bottle of it. Brian's a nice guy. Yeah. He reps multiple brands. He's a good dude. I'm gonna carry it so I can support those dudes. Yeah. Eric Hansen, great guy. God rest good his soul. Guy. We love yeah. all them. So it'll be yeah, on the menu some... here as well. Absolutely. While we get you on, why don't we just do the cigar lounge review here? We'll just talk about Federal and Dover. How long has this place been? This is a so new this, place. this particular location, so this is actually called Slow Burn Lounge. Okay. Just so everybody understands, the reason for that is we have Federal Cigar, we have Slow Burn Lounge. If you hear Slow Burn Lounge, that's so that we can do digital advertising, whether it's Facebook, Instagram, because unfortunately, we live in a semi-communist time where you can't say tobacco on the internet. You can't advertise tobacco. You can act booze, guns, hooky, whatever. It doesn't matter, right? But <laughs> yeah, Pornhub. Yeah, yeah. But like truthfully, we did a rebrand where we called this Slow Burn Lounge so we can do digital advertising. Now, we were at 243 Central Avenue. This location is 505 Central Ave. Mm-hmm. We did a million dollars on this build-out. You can see there's tons of rare whiskeys, scotches. We have nine different barrel selections from Kentucky. Like, we have a lot of good stuff in this space. This was a bookstore. Are there any other events coming up? Okay, yeah, we have
have St. Patty's Day. This <laughs> lady, what else? What else do you want to know? I don't want to talk about any of the cigar. I'm just kidding. I don't Say care. Talk about whatever you want. No, I don't care. Talk about you. Cigars. I just want to talk about you, buddy, in Corojo. That's all, all that right, matters. Me and Jimmy. Okay. That's all that matters. <laughs> He's like James this Prince. bottle. There's no off switch. Yeah. yeah. <laughs> <laughs> well, we're on the clock. You know. <laughs> Apparently, you do not want the employee price on that beer. Good job. <laughs> I'm making a joke. I know. You guys drove here in your Lajero number two mobile, right? Yeah, yeah, the Escuro two. Escuro two. What is your Escuro two? What is it? The Escuro. It's not a, yeah, see, exactly. It's, it's, it's not a like Toyota okay. Prius, is it? No, okay. no, bro. So, no. The Escuro is a limousine. We have a stretch. <laughs> and since it's long and black, we call it the Escuro. Yeah, I'll, I'll, I'll pull up a picture of it. Okay. Or, and the Escuro 2 is a, a, a Lincoln Navigator, a long one. Nice. Which was also a limo because I bought it from a limo company. So it's a limo. So we call it the Escuro 2. And we came up in that. That's the Escuro 1. <laughs> that right? thing still runs? Oh, yeah. Oh, yeah. yeah, yeah. yeah it's yeah, a full go. roaming uh, humidor. It's a, yeah, it's our Buddy, you're in New Hampshire, pal. So, uh, these guys know how to fix these things. Right. They're not around. Limo companies don't let you smoke cigars in their limos, so we got our own. We, have, yeah. we bought our own. <laughs> yeah, you put the divider up. And it says Mohegan Sun on it. It's an old oh, yeah. Mohegan nice. Sun limo. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> yeah. Well, transferred a lot of winners, did it? Mm-hmm. Did two limos, 16 hex can smoke. Oh, yeah. yeah. Nice. Yeah. Inside so, them. Two smoking limos. <laughs> Mobile lounges. So on Thursdays, we have live music. We changed it to Saturdays. There was a guy and girl two weeks ago that were here. If this was on a Thursday and you heard her sing, the voice of an angel. Wow. Like, unbelievable. Not that this isn't good, too. This is fine. I wish you guys were here one night to hear her. So amazing. She's still coming on Saturdays? She comes on Saturday. Yeah, not every month, though. Not, yeah, I know. I have to that. space them out every five weeks so that I don't play favor to them. Mine's falling apart. Right. Yeah. Mm-hmm. Okay. Are the hacks going to get media passes to go to the RTDA? Or the, oh, oh, what's it called? Oh. PCA now? PCA. Are you guys uh, going to go to the PCA? Uh, we can, because we have to, let's it. talk about it then, right? Yep. We're under attack. We have to protect our industry. We need people to support the show, right? Right now is the biggest time where we're in a slugfest. Most important time right now, man. Most important time. Ever. Grand heavyweight fight. 24 rounds like the old school, right? Tell Dude, them, yeah, listen, our industry is going through so many problems right now, and there's a lot of fraction. You know, the more pressure the government puts on us with lobbying and right. legal issues, money becomes a the, the most important asset. It normally is, but now even more so. Because now the fight is three, four, five million dollars every year. Wow. And that's just some legal stuff. Right. And I know the CAA, our, the budget there, our budget is like four and a half million. Uh, so we're constantly fighting the government. So now everybody dies for these pennies. So companies that normally were, were doing sponsorships and doing them, you know, a lot of companies left that trade show. You got Altris, you got uh, General Cigar, you have uh, Davidoff and Drew Estate, they, which is Swisher. They left the trade show, which leaves a, a, a very tough, they left the association a very tough position. And everybody makes their business decisions. So no one's blaming anybody right. for this. And I do, I am very hopeful that they're going to talk to each other and solve whatever differences they have. But that just means that we need to build a hell of a trade show this year. We need to drive as many customers as we can to go to the trade show. We need retailers to show up. We need retailers to show up. That is. That where, is where is this trade show? Vegas, It'll be in baby. Vegas this year. The Venetian. Vegas, I think the 10th or 11th of July, yeah, something San, like that. Sands, yeah, yeah, Sands, Sands Expo. Expo. Yeah, yeah we said the Venetian or the Palazzo. But we need as many retailers as possible to come. You know, I understand that the trade show is expensive. But like I tell people all the time, bro, if you can't spend a thousand or two thousand dollars, yeah, to what invest are you doing? In, to invest in your business, come on, bro, just get out of the business, man. Go put up a hot dog stand at the stadium or do something else. You're in the wrong business. You know, we can't be penny wise, pound foolish kind of a thing. 
we need as many retailers as possible to show up. Rising tide raises all vessels. Yeah, man, because you know it's not the trade show is not about the product you're gonna buy. The trade show is about the relationships you build, the friendships you're making. Because you could be at a bar. Business really happens not during the day, but at nighttime. So if I have a cigar bar in Topeka, Kansas, for example, and I meet a guy like Jeremy and say, "Hey, Jeremy, man, what price are you selling your Macallan 12 for?" And what do you do this? What happens when this guy shows up? What happens when you do this? All of a sudden, they begin to learn from each other. Right. And that little piece sure. of advice might turn into fifty or $60,000 a year. Right. So uh, it's really short-sighted. The big companies that have a different philosophy, they will want nothing more, obviously, now to prove that the trade show is useless. And, you know, we respect all the big companies. We respect everybody in this business. We're way too small to have divisions and fractions inside the We can't fight each other right now. Right. We, we can't, cannot man. fight. And that's what the government wants. That's what the antis want. Right. Mm-hmm. And we can't give it to them. So if retailers listen to the show, man, we're begging you guys to come to the trade show. We're going to put on a hell of a show. We want you guys there. Most of our companies, we're all going to issue exclusive product just for the trade show, people that show up to the trade show. We're going to try to make it worth your while. We will make it worth your while. And we, we have to be. We're so small, man. We're incredibly small, and it's a good time. And if you, if most stores out there are family businesses, we think alike. We have the same problems. We had fathers, brothers, sisters, wives, children with a similar headaches, similar problems, similar situations. Be a part of it, man. Don't 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 stay out. Don't stay on the sidelines. Come help us. Be a part of it. Don't be part of the problem. Be part of the solution. So we love for as many people as possible to come. All of the effort counts. It's more than ever now important that we don't fight amongst each other. We all need to support this thing. That's all. Okay. Sure. Okay. All right. So we're moving to current events here. Don't I'm going to explain what the current events is all about. Every show we do a different cigar lounge review. All right. We're doing federal in Dover. And so every place that we've been to or one of the hacks has been to, we add to our rotation and we go through all of their current events that are coming up. And so that's where this list of shops is all about. All right. You ready to go here, Ricky? Okay. And keeping Rock up and with roll. the uh, Reverend Spirit. Grab your loved one, grab a drink, sit back, and listen. <laughs> okay, Plastow Cigar Company, Plastow, New Hampshire. New Sunday hours, 9.30 to 4, meet the gringo, gringo star for Sunday golfers. The Masters event is Saturday, April 11th, 1 to 8, with Hammer and Sickle. It's also Ricky's retirement party. Yeah. <laughs> so, Jim, have you been over to Plastow lately? Mm-hmm. You see the new... Humidor setup over there? What do you yeah. think? Oh, I think it came out great. Yeah. Yeah. Matt did a nice job. Yeah. He's really done a nice really job. Did. So Matty took over the place. Yeah. Oh, brought yeah. Out his, Matt brought out his uh, partner there, and he redid the... Did the Ryan's done. Mm-hmm. So, Cigar Shenanigans. Cigar Shenanigans, North Conway, New Hampshire. The fourth annual Cigars for Warriors. True Estate event will be on Saturday, April 18th. Uh, twins, 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 Londonderry, New Hampshire, St. Paddy's Day, 724 Lounge. On Tuesday, March 17th, promos, swag, Jameson Girls, our knowledgeable Guinness rep, and more. We have a Dunbarton Tobacco and Trust event on Thursday, March 19th in Hookset, and Friday, March 27th in Londonderry. Purchase a three-pack for entry to a drawing, limited to 50. Saturday night live music, March 21st, 7 to 11 with Dia Holiday. Sorry, entry for what, sir? Entry for a drawing. 
drawing. A drawing. I will look drawing. that one up. Thank you, sir. Pocket car in Harvard Yard. Boston has wicked piss of chowder. Drawing. Got it. It does not. Okay. Radloffs, Rochester, New Hampshire. Wednesdays, Cigars Against Humanity, starting at 9.30. Trivia Thursdays, Friday and Saturdays, live music. Sundays, we game night. Get on their mailing list for details. Have you been up there? The shenanigans? The sh- uh, Radloffs. Oh, Radloffs. Radloffs. Yes, yeah. It's been a little while, but yeah, I made contact. Place is nuts. Yeah. yeah. We've been up there a few great times. Place. The last, that's another great place. area. Yeah, Jamie, great nice job. Downtown. Mm-hmm. Federal Rochester. Cigar, Portsmouth, Ladies Night Wednesdays in Dover and Thursday in Portsmouth from 5 to close. Half price drinks for the ladies. Half, happy hour drink specials Monday through Friday, 4 to 6 in Portsmouth and Dover. That's New Hampshire for you kids. Uh, O'Shea's Irish Tavern and Cigar Bar, Nashua, New Hampshire, Friday, March 20th. Brother Seamus at 7 to 10. El Toro Cigar and Lounge, The Bull, Hudson, New Hampshire. It's moving across the street in a standalone building and will be uh, closed for another few weeks. When's it opening? It's due to yeah. open soon. Any idea when they're coming uh, back? I'm thinking it's probably going to be about a month. I was just there last week. Okay. Uh, yeah, they're doing a great job in there. Is it a big place? Or? Yeah. Yeah, oh, they have good. the whole bottom floor. You got some intel? Yeah, they're a nice couple. Neats all of Goma. Wow. Yeah. Get some intel on what the place is going to be like? Oh, it's going to be a full lounge. Yeah. Yeah, uh-huh. a small little bar. Yeah. 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 Excellent. Has plenty we, of parking. We've been to the one across, the old yeah. one across the street. That yeah. was pretty nice. So they're literally across the street now mm-hmm. on the other side. Uh, they're, they're doing it from the studs out. So. Oh, really? Oh, yeah. beautiful. Wow. Yeah, wow. walk-in humidor and everything. Mm-hmm. Excellent. Yeah. I was there uh, last week for about 20 minutes. We have the Tobacco Shack in Rowley, Mass. March Madness, 20% off all cigars. Thursday, March 26th through Sunday, March 29th. Uh, big shout out to the Big Cat and MJ. Um, also, Easty Paul and Russ. And Johnny the yeah. Wandering Jew. So, the Tobacco Shack is a nice little tiny place over it's there, right back. next to the Agawam. Oh, love yeah, it. It's yes. great. It's yep. great. We got Michael Cigar Bar in Worcester, Mass. That's Worcester, Christian. Worcester. Friday, April 10th <laughs> at 9 p.m. The combination will be playing. Victory Bar and Cigar also in Worcester, Mass. Pitch Tournament Sundays at, 10, at 7 p.m. Karaoke Tuesdays at 9 p.m. Uh, March specials on Tullamore Dew, Jameson Cold Brew, Glenfiddich, 14-year, McAllen, 18-year, Stoli, and Shamrock Shots. Shamrock Shots. Nice. So you must know Mark down there. Oh, yeah. He's yeah. a great guy. That's, yeah, yep. that place yeah. has been there quite some time, yeah. too. It's like an old-school bar yeah. kind of place, but it's got, got cigars. good following in there. Yeah. 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 It's nice. We got the Boulevard Grill and Cigar Lounge, Pawtucket, Rhode Island. Uh, Tuesday, March 17th, traditional corned beef dinner uh, for St. Patrick's Day, 3 to 10. Register on uh, Evenbright. It's free. Music by Don't Call Me Mr., Call me Mrs. Uh, Mon- Monday, March there? 30th. We uh, have not Boulevard. yet. Dommy Dominate has been the Yeah, yeah that place. We did an event yeah. there last night. It's fantastic. Last night. Great place. Yeah. Very nice. Yeah, it's crazy, crazy, man. Bobby People are awesome, man. He, too, has a limo. Yes. That's what he drives around every day. Yeah. Yeah. Oh, yeah. <laughs> They're having uh, my awesome. father's dinner the event. Orange and fennel braised pork shoulder. RSVP $35 on Eventbrite. Yeah, they have like a gourmet kitchen in there, right? Oh, oh dude, yeah. amazing food, man. Amazing. Yeah. 
We have Havana Cigar, Warwick, Rhode Island, Endless Mimosas and Bloody Marys every Sunday, 11 to 3. Ashton Dinner, Thursday, March 19th, 6.30 p.m. Churchill's East Providence, Rhode Island, HBC Pig Roast, May 2nd at 2 p.m., $40 non-members, $35 for members. The Smoky Cigar, Henderson, Tennessee, April Fool's Day, wear something foolish for the Gurkha event. (laughs) Gurkha. Gurkha, yeah. And you know what Gurkha's Gurkha's famous for? What's that? Huh? It's the Monica Lewinsky cigar. Cheese and crackers. Go ahead. Okay. Gurkha. And Fuego McKinney, Texas. I'm coming, people. Man Cave Monday, March 16th at 7 p.m. Steak dinner with the Cigar Deal. BYOB, Poker and Cigars, Wednesday games, 7 to 8.30. Wow. Friday, April 3rd, it's a Rocky Patel event. Uh, Corona Cigar, Orlando, Florida. Woodford Reserve Tasting. Uh, March 24th, Lake Mary, and Thursdays, 326, Sand Lake, both from 7 to 9. A Zeno Platinum Orlando Launch event Friday, March 27th, from 6 to 10 in Sand Lake. May 16th is the 2020 Florida Bond Smoker at Florida Sun Grown Tobacco Farm. That must be in your backyard. Yeah, pretty close, man. It's yeah. about four hours away. Yeah. Wow. Great place, man. Do you go to that? No, I don't go to that one, man, but okay. uh, I do go to the stores very often. Yeah, you've been to Corona? Jeff's done a great job Corona's with that. Corona's amazing. Fabulous. I met that kid when he first started. He was really still at the garage, man, when he was building something. Very, uh, The kid was very focused from the beginning. Mm-hmm. I knew he was going to be successful. I know he was going to be this successful. The kid's amazing. That store is unbelievable. Yeah, they have events all the time. All of them. Yeah, man. Very well done. Yeah. Very well. Nice Match Sagaba, Jeff- Jeffersonville, Indiana, April 5th, Letterkenny Trivia. This is for Brett, who loves Letterkenny. Riverside Cigars next door will have the new DT&T Frog Juice, limited edition launch on May 1st. Hey, yeah. There we go. Boy, I wish we knew somebody to get us some of that frog juice. <laughs> well, she won't even talk, that woman. <laughs> the Silver Fox. The, the Silver Fox. Fox. So, what do we think of this stick? It's been very good so far. First of all, doctor. Okay. A cigar cigar is not a stick. A stick is a stick. A cigar is a cigar. Okay, I stand corrected. I still love you. I hope so. I hope so. That's his hack talk for it. We're just a bunch of hacks. I told you it was a hack. That's all we are. We're driving here. We're talking about I got, you know, Christian, I got to ask you something. So, of course, when when we heard you're going to be on our show, I did a little research on you. Oh. Okay. I did. And and so uh, <laughs> I saw an interview that you did with somebody, and they, they put that you uh, smoke only 50 cigars a year. Now, this was from years ago. So my question to you is, how many cigars do you smoke? <laughs> what interview was that, man? <laughs> I, I saw it. I saw it on the whole no, I did that when I was in fourth grade, man. I did okay. that in okay. <laughs> so, so here's my question as an owner. But how many cigars do you smoke? No, we probably do one or two cigars a day. But we don't really smoke the cigars from, from foot to band. Okay. We'll, we'll usually sample cigars, and I'll smoke one or two cigars. If I see something wrong with a cigar, I'll smoke... I'll go as many as 10 a day, but we're just sampling, really. Just smoke probably right. just an inch or two. Okay. And unfortunately for us, I could probably tell you 20 cigars that I've actually loved and enjoyed because I wasn't being critical of them. Otherwise, you know, you're usually just either sampling a new blend or tasting production. You know, I love to go when I travel because cigars, there's a saying that goes, cigars don't make very good travel companions. 
So cigars travel differently. Right. A cigar here doesn't taste the same way it tastes in Miami as it does in Honduras. So I love to go into the store. I usually go into the humidor. I buy a cigar from the shelf. Right. And there are two or three that I'm focusing on at a given time. And I'll test those cigars, make sure that they're smoking just fine. Wow. So, uh, no, but one or two cigars a day. Okay. Sometimes I go four or five days without smoking just to clean off the palate. And, and then something I ask every owner, I think I've asked everybody we've ever spo- uh, spoken to. I what's, don't. What's your favorite cigar? Ah. Do you have I th- one? I, no, I thought that was a different question. No, no, no. No, actually, it depends on the mood I'm in. Okay. You know, I, I, lately I've been gravitating toward the Adore, Adore Dark. Yeah. Adore Dak for you people. Dak. Okay. So I, I, I gravitate toward the Adore Dark. Adore Dark. Now, for a while, I was really on the uh, Asylum Medulla Oblongata. Okay. Focused on the box press one on the Oblongata side. The Edoa Classic, I go toward a lot. Um, I've been smoking a lot of the, the um, CLE Habanos okay. lately also. So I, I do rotate around the different cigars. Do you ever smoke outside your brand? I do not. That was, I thought that was a question you were going to okay. ask me. Oh, okay. And the reason is, it's not for any other reason than if we're not tasting production, we're tasting samples. Right. And you only have X amount of cigars in you a day. Right. So it's not like I sit there and try somebody else's. We don't go out and do a market sampling of right. everything. You know, whatever product we produce is something that, an idea that I had, and I just want to put it into, uh, turn it into a painting, so to speak. It's, right. For me, it's, it really is a creation. It's not a marketing thing. You know, ever since we sold Camacho, you know, I was very fortunate that, that money is no longer a motivator or a driver. You know, obviously, you got to make a profit to stay in business, right? right? But, you know, the focus is, is really just providing different blends and different ideas that I've had for many, many years. Right. And ideas I develop. You know, some cigars you want to develop round, other cigars you want to develop box press. It's right. Just, just whatever mood I'm in that day. Wow. Mm-hmm. So Great you smoke answer. your brother's cigars? So, of course, your brother is Justo Oro or Jay I do. Cigars. Yeah, man. Yeah, Justo and, and my father. I will smoke my father's cigars you know, fairly often. Mm-hmm. I'll try them. I really do enjoy them. And I always say it, the reason the cigars are so good because my old man cheats. <laughs> <laughs> the old man's a cheater, man. He's done. He's like Altuve there getting you know, someone ringing the, the, the trash cans, making sure he knows what's coming. No, but the old man sits down there. And I joke, listen, man, I, I don't know anybody... Of all the people I've met in my years, yeah. I never met anybody who knows more about tobacco than my father. So he's a guy that just just, just really loves what he does. And he, too, is not driven by money one bit. You know, if he produces a cigar, it's really just absolutely fantastic from the very beginning. So I do try him. You know, we do have a, a major difference between my father and me is he likes cigars more medium. And I like cigars with a lot more body than, than what he likes to make. So that's one big differential between the way we make cigars and the way we blend okay. cigars. But I do try them. Ah, very okay. good. And so is is there just you and your brother, Usto, or I have a sister also. Okay, but she's uh, you know, she married a Venezuelan guy. They're in the oil business, so oh, they do okay. fairly well. Yeah, cigars are small potatoes for that guy. There you go. Cigars <laughs> and oil don't mix. No, 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 no. <laughs> well, I will tell you a story. You know, so many years ago, you know, when you're in the oil business, the trick he sells asphalt right. for highways. Right. Okay. So he does the big contracts. Right. So when you're in that kind of business, the whole trick is to get a contract from your supplier. So he says, man, it was 2011 or 2012. He says, Christian, there's this big convention in London. We need to get in there. We need to connect somehow. But I don't know anybody. So we need to really just sit. We need to go lobby. We need to sit in the lobby. We're kind of creepy and latch on to the right guy because I really got. I want to get this Venezuelan contract. So uh, we're there at the lobby. And they're talking a circle. And he recognizes the main guy. Right. Petro de Venezuela. He says, man, let me get in there. So we kind of go sit there. We're creeping in the conversation. We kind of wedge ourselves into the conversation. So the guy that handles all the transportation transportation for him, the containers, and so he's really close with this guy. 
you know, he, he opens up his jacket pocket, and I see he had some cigars in there. I go, Jesus, bro, this is a done deal. Watch. Right. So when the conversation gets nice and quiet, I go to my brother-in-law nice and loud. Hey, bro, let's go smoke a cigar someplace. The kid immediately turns over to us. Hey, you guys are going to go smoke right now? I go, yeah, man, this meeting's too work. He goes, I'm going to go with you guys. We went to this bar in London. I forget the name of the place. But, dude, I mean, these people had, like, bahikas for 7,000 pounds. Right. One cigar. Yeah. It was just stupid. I mean, the, the, the party Series D were, like, 150 pounds for one cigar. Right. Which is, like, 200 U.S. One cigar. So, you know, I had four or five cigars in me. Anyway, my brother-in-law is like Jeremy. Once they start talking, they can't right. stop talking, man. Dude, these guys are at that bar for five, six hours. They smoke all the cigars that I have. And the guy wants to smoke another cigar. And, of course, my brother-in-law wants to keep the guy there. He says, oh, get whatever you want. Dude, the guy orders, I don't know what cigar. It was like 300 pounds for one cigar. Right. Anyway, my brother-in-law got that check. It was like 2,500 bucks. Oh, my God. He, but, you know, but he got the contract. And? All because of cigars, man. Cigars sure. are such a social lubricant. They're fantastic, man. So uh, I love the way it works. Anyway, that's what my brother-in-law does. And wow. my sister works with him. That's incredible. I got to give you a hug. I got to go. What? I got a bounce. Get out of here. Stay for a while, man. You're single. All right, kid. Take care, man. And thank you. Just so everybody knows, Jeremy's flaking. Okay. At 10, 18 at night. There's what what disappointment sounds like. Water. He'll come in for coffee. Early flight tomorrow, kid. Before they close down the airport in Miami. Yeah, you have to Uber all the way back. I got Mr. Uber right here. That's right. I got you Uber right here. Driving Miss Daisy here. Right here. here. (laughs) I do have to say Jimmy's one of the best drivers in the company, man. Oh, there you go. (laughs) He drives a 1986 POS BMW he picked up for like 900 bucks. But the thing runs, the heater works, which is the only thing that matters to me right now. It's 2005. Shut up. 86. 86. 85. Close enough. It's one year newer than, than uh, Dr. Brown's DeLorean. That's great. So your father, does he work with Gusto? Yeah, they work together. They work with, yeah, you know what happens when, when we started the uh, Asylum Cigars, my father didn't want to come. Or it's called CLE Cigars. When we started this company, my father only wanted to grow tobacco. So about two years in, he says, man, you don't want to come out with a cigar. And we started distributing that product. The problem we were having, Asylum was such a huge success that to give my father's brand the kind of attention that it really deserved, we were not simply not able to do it. So for, it was going to be very hard for us to really give the attention that cigar really needed. And it also coincided with the fact that my brother had been working for, you know, my brother had a bottled water company, sold it in Honduras, moved to the U.S. He was working for the Honduran government doing some spook stuff. And U.S., you know, U.S., right. Honduran, some government stuff. So then he was also working for, for Campbell Soup at the time. So it, there was an opportunity for him, and he, he was looking for a career change. And something just coincided with them, and it was just natural. I really wanted them to be able to work with each other. And I knew that the attention, that the only way that that brand was going to get the attention needed was somebody doing it full-time. Right. So everything just mixed, fit right into place, and that's why they ended up working together. Is he your older up. brother? You're He's my older, yeah, okay. man. That kid was my idol, man. Yeah. I grew up following. There you go. So we get along. I am taller and better looking than he is, though. <laughs> Not did, according I, to him. I did beat him in that. Well, you are taller for sure. What is it? When I tell people all the time, it's like Rain Man. And I'm Tom Cruise. He's the other guy. <laughs> <laughs> all right. I think it's time for Conspiracy Corner. What do you say? Uh-oh. Uh, good thing so. there's no conspiracies going on. There's nothing happening. Nothing happening. Nothing happening. 
Well, what I wanted to bring out was uh, something that ties in here. I don't know if you guys heard about um, the DHS whistleblower, Phil Haney. A couple weeks ago, he was found dead on the side of his car up in California. Really? And they instantly came out and said, oh, it was suicide. But he had told people, he knew a lot of powerful people. That, and um, one of his friends was uh, Rep. Louis Gomez. So yeah, okay. They, they, it was brought out right away. So Louis put one of his trusted people and started investigating this untimely death on this whistleblower. And apparently, this whistleblower had been in contact with some Russian who had information regarding the cor- this virus from weeks ago, even a month and a half ago. The uh, some Russian lady knew about what was happening in Iran with it. So they put a, uh, you know, the U.S. attorney was looking into it. Uh, two days ago, U.S. attorney Timothy Delgado and his newlywed wife were found gunned down in their home on March 8th, just a couple days ago. So now they've killed the investigator that was looking into this investigator, this whistleblower. Are they part of the Clinton administration? Uh, I don't know. <laughs> They're not on that list. They didn't, they, they didn't knock inside. Is that, that's what you mean. But uh, they, it's possible. We don't know where the connection is. <laughs> but it's just very strange because as people have been trying to pull out information about what's going on, uh, they've been taking it out. You know, we all know that a lot of crazy stuff's going on. And who knows where this is all going to end up. But, um, I mean, this yeah. isn't a conspiracy. I see it in the background over here. The NBA just officially, after this game, canceled the season. The season? The, the season's season. gone, yeah. They just canceled all games. One of the NBA players... Just came down with the virus. Oh really? From oh, the Utah yeah? Jazz? Yeah. yeah. And so this after this games tonight, yeah. they're, they're uh, There's no more season. season. So NCAA, I'm sure they're going to cancel NCAA. Oh, yeah. Well, yeah. I, heard on, I heard that for NCAA, just no uh, fans in the audience. Only well, immediate family. The next thing that will happen is they'll cancel they'll it. Cancel. Yeah. They, well, with the it NBA just came canceled. out right now. Trump yeah. in his speech right now canceled church from Europe also. Right. Yeah, 30 right. days. Suspended for 30 yeah. days. Except for the UK. Right. And now future's way off because apparently uh, whatever the president said in his speech, it didn't soothe everybody which how do you soothe everyone you know so that's going on but there's just a lot of investigation and uh you know right now they don't know about this virus but you know my guys are telling me that uh, a couple right now i think they the who world health organization came out today and admitted it's a pandemic yeah but what um my guys are expecting in another month or two they'll be admitting it was a bioterrorism weapon that leaked yeah that like so many diseases done. out there. Yeah. There every election year, there's one every election year. Yeah. 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 It's kind of ironic. Yeah. And so all these people who were trying to ring the bell on it early on were taken out. They've been systematically shut down. You know, they had shut down the people from China who was trying to contact people around the world. When it first came up in Wuhan, they were shut down. They, their internet access was shut down and they couldn't tell but anybody it, what was it, happening. It's crazy, especially being in the hospital business. It is crazy what's going on. You speak to people from the CDC and so forth, and, you know, the biggest thing is they just can't get a handle on this stuff. I read this study, and uh, something that somebody had spoken to me about was the fact that, you know, there were 20,000 deaths last year due to the flu epidemic. And they said roughly something along the lines of, um, like, 300,000 people get the flu, and there's a mortality rate of like 1.3%. And they're figuring with this coronavirus that it's going to affect 40 to 80% of the population worldwide. And they're talking about anywhere from like a 5 to 7% mortality rate. And that's freaking people out right. because they just can't get their handle on 
what's going on. And up in this area, I mean, we're getting ready for allergy season. This thing mimics a very severe cold. Except when it gets into uh, diagnosed with corona, they're, they're putting them in ICUs. People are going to die from yeah. this. And this country is just, I've never seen anything like it. You know, we heard from our friends out in Colorado, and they said they, they went into a supermarket and all the toilet paper was gone. They're rushing in Miami, too, man. That's yeah. crazy. <laughs> Two rows of family. Yeah. You know, people are buying water like crazy and just, yeah. it's well, insane. Well, at least I'll add some positive, if there is anything, to it. From my side of what I've learned is load up and take lots of vitamin C and vitamin D. Okay, and so most, most importantly, also wash, sold out. Wash your hands. Wash, wash your hands. Ha- wash yeah. your hands. You know, you know. Again, I've been in the nursing business for a very long time, and uh, you know, some soap and water. Wash your hands. What's that chart called that you guys have in hospitals? There's a term for it that it eliminated. I don't know how much percentage of bacteria death. You know the one with the, with the procedures, the steps. There's a name for it, man. I don't know. In every That's room, right. you have the chart that tells you wash your hands and do right. this and do this and this. Anyway, the, the drawing has right a certain name and and that saved. I don't know how many lives. So, yeah. wash your hands, folks. Go to the bathroom. Wash your hands. That's pretty, simple. Pretty straightforward. You know, wash your hands. Yeah. So. It's, so just insane it is it's gonna drive crazy you had a bad day you know we're talking today on a wednesday I had a bad day in the stock market today it's already futures are down another thousand points for tomorrow Jesus and invest in purell it's gonna go up yeah well yeah. invest in purell i was talking to a broker yesterday he was saying it's a great time to invest Great time to invest. In Purell? Well, huh? Just seriously, I mean, well, every every bacterial, uh, antibacterial uh, um, product that's out there is going to sell through the roof. You hear uh, New York so. State's making their own, all the inmates are making their own, uh, or they have them making hand sanitizer. Really? In the jails, yeah. In the jails. <laughs> yeah. Tito's Vodka came out on Twitter. There was is somebody it? putting out, just wash your hands with Tito's. And Tito's came out and said... That our vodka is forty percent alcohol, and it's not enough to kill any virus. Just yeah. the tongue and cheeked it, but they had to actually make a statement that to say that probably so better Tennessee, off having a vodka so than Tennessee moonshine is going to go through the roof. Yeah. Polish vodka, Pol- yeah, yeah, Polish, Polish vodka. vodka. <laughs> <laughs> will ever clear. This herf might clear it up. Hey, there's something I don't know if it's true here or not. Just came in that supposedly Tom Hanks. Yeah, Jeremy just said that to me. In Australia, and his wife, coronavirus. Yeah. His wife too. Who knows? Yeah. Wow. Well, I think that's going to be a common occurrence because, especially people like that who are so interconnected in the world, yeah, traveling all over the place. And, and the scary thing is, it really affects the, the people who in the sixties, seventies, eighties, the older people who get it. They just they yeah. can't handle can't handle it. Yeah. And then my son, my son sends me. Yeah, Bobby, for real, be safe, because I'm not worried about me. I'm still young, but the Chew coronavirus gets all in pot. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> old. My cigar. Right, well, it is. It, the kid, the, the children, younger people have a natural immunity to whatever's in it. Because their natural level of vitamin C in their system is that much higher. So it be a higher testosterone rate also? Yeah, there's something to do with that and, and the vitamin D and C, though. That's the important chemicals. If you load up on vitamin C and vitamin D, it can make a big difference. That's what they're saying. And then I was saying that there's some other stuff, some stuff called chaga. It's a uh, some extract. Yeah. And chaga is supposed to be another 
strong thing. So at so, least, you know, offer you some advice of things I things to, to try that are out there on the internet. Biggest biggest thing is, is just build up your immunity and wash your hands. There you go. And stop wearing masks in public. Yeah, it doesn't do anything. It right. doesn't do anything. Well, the only people who really should be wearing masks are the people who have something. And they could well, stop then don't from spreading be in public. It. Go right, in quarantine. If, yeah, we've not gone to China for many years, and the Chinese do have that. A uh, culturally, they right. have learned that if they're sick, they right. put the mask on voluntarily, yep. which is a nice thing. Right. I mean, it, I mean, it's a nice, and, nice education. Mexico. Right. So, that, so with Corona, the biggest thing is, is uh, you know, it's respiratory and it can go through any mucous membrane. So if you're wearing a mask, cover your eyes. Makes no sense to me. It's crazy. Yeah. Carry a little Purell with you and wash your hands, folks. Period. Yep. Period. So, all right. What do we think of this? Back to the cigar here. Get back to the good stuff. So, what is this? We didn't. We didn't do a review. All right. Wait a minute. I want to know what the wrapper is. So let's start there. It's Habano, man, from Nicaragua. Oh, really? Okay. Well, then it's not what I. What did you what do I, your cigar, man? What do you mean? What did I do? It's falling apart. Ricky chews on his cigar. I chew yes. on the end of my Jeez, cigar. Crack it, bro. What are you doing, man? You like you like Eric Espinosa, man. Hey, <laughs> you lower the, you lower the value of any cigar. Eric chews the stupid things. I go, Eric, please don't do that, man. You ruin. You know, you make cigars look nasty. He makes it look like a stick. Yeah, <laughs> <laughs> I like it though. Well, this was hey. more like a log. I'm I'm just a hack, man. I'm just a hack. We're still trying so, to teach him how to smoke. So what are we smoking, <laughs> Christian? Go ahead, tell him, man. The new Asylum Pandemonium. Really? Wow. Pandemonium. Pandemonium. I was, I was kind of like hoping it was going to be the, ja, uh, the Jamastron. Is that Hamastron? Hamastron. Hamastron. No, we can oh, get the yeah. grill that big, man. Okay. Won't grow that big. 18, wow. 19 inches. This wrapper will get you twenty-four inches. <laughs> Make an A size. What a nice cigar. Yeah, yeah you could. <laughs> Three sizes: eight and a half by fifty-two. Eight and a half by sixty and eight and a half by seventy. Wow! Is that what this is? This is the eight and a half by sixty. Sixty. Wow! We got to we got to size we, up. We got to give it to our friends. And uh, so there's a, there's a guy at Twins. I don't know what his name is, but he only smokes the Asylum. It has to be a seventy rigage. He's a real nice guy, but he smokes these monsters, and he only smokes them. I've never seen him with another cigar. And he will suck down that cigar faster than I can smoke a Toro. I mean, he just... Yeah. But that's all he smokes. Mm-hmm. So, he would Next like this. You'll find him. He's there, and that's what he's smoking. I think I know who you mean. Loves yeah. the asylum. Yeah. Yep. This, this is a great stick. Yeah, it's done really well for us. Uh, we introduced it last year at the trade show. And, what's, uh, what's the price point on it? Uh, $10.50, $11.50, $12.50. That's great. I mean, for not three for hours, nothing. Man. This is a great golf cigar. It would last you. Yeah. 18 holes. 18 holes. Yeah. That would be Fourteen. dynamite. Yeah. And right into the 19th hole also, yeah. man. Right. That's there right. You can <laughs> take it right to the back. Exactly. You can. I like this. There you can. These should be available at the golf courses. We're trying, man. Can you, trying. I, I got a question on this in the cigar industry. Can a cigar shop sub out their stuff and put them on sale at a place outside their location like at a golf it, Legally, they can. The problem is that when you go to regular bars, the bars, bartenders sell drinks. Right. So the maintenance on those humors is a lot of work, and right. the turnover really isn't that big. So the way that business works is these guys will put a little stand-up humor, and you've seen them maybe some restaurants or some golf right. courses also. 
So let's say they, they sell the guy. They put, I don't know, 100 cigars in there. They have to come back every week. Say, okay, you sold 16 cigars and we're replacing for you. Then they have to check everything else. But they never check the humidity. They don't check anything. Because those guys don't really care. The golf pros, are they're worried about selling golf balls. They're not worried about selling cigars. So it really becomes a, a third-string type business for them. I got and it really is a shame. So you can't have a cigar guy really focusing on the product. So what happens is cigar smokers know this, and they just rather bring their own cigars. Right. It'll be like an, an accidental thing that they lost their cigars or something, yeah. that they'll buy one from a golf course. But normally they'll, 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 they would already have solved their problem. Well, that, that's why, you know, Nurse, Nurse Rick's cigars. I want to have a little uh, golf cart filled with cigars and just drive it amongst golf courses. Right. My boy's in the house. Huh? Get your cigars. Yeah. Free lubricant. You can be the cigar man. That's right. I can do that. <laughs> I can do that. Yeah. Sounds like a business model where you're going to lose money on every cigar, but you'll make it up in volume. That's right. Oh, Absolutely. man, that was one of South Montana's lines, man. Mm. Hey, let's straight the sucker. This is surprisingly... Should I go in another room? No, 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 no. no, no, no. This is at all. This is surprisingly medium. It yes. looks like it's going to yeah. be a heavy cigar, yeah. but it's not. It's a big yes. cigar. Not. Oh, man, it's going to be a... Cigar, very good. So very good. let's start with the Silver Fox. One to a ten. Eight point two five. Oh wow. Eight point two five. I really like it. It is a bigger ring gauge than I normally like, but it's excellent. Thank you. Thank you. So it's it's big in your hand and big in your mouth. Just just stop. Just stop right now. <laughs> <laughs> just stop. <laughs> Caballero. Giving it a nine. My man. Thank you. Fabulous. Yeah. Yeah, it's really good. Gracias. Honestly, I thought this was going to be outside my wheelhouse. I'm yeah. a Lancero smoker typically, but I like the flavor. Construction's good. Uh, medium body. Uh, I'm going to give it a 7.8. Excellent. Thank you. Well, I was getting a little bit of creaminess in the beginning. Not a lot, just a slight bit of creaminess, and I like that a lot, but it seemed to have kind of gone away and mellowed out a lot um, since then. But it's been burning all right. Mine hasn't blown up like Rick. He's chewing his... Uh, I like to chew my cigars. <laughs> Packing a lip over there. I I think I would give this an 8.6. Nice. Well, thank you. Thank you. Nice. Bobby. This was a great cigar off the beginning. It was very full, a lot of pepper right off the light. And, but as everybody else said, as soon as you got that first inch through, it mellowed right out and became a nice medium body cigar. Full flavored, a lot of flavor in this. I give it a 7.8. Excellent. You know, thank you. And I'd like to thank Christian for showing up at Federal here and thank him on, thank the Cigar Hacks and Christian on the behalf of Federal Cigar and the Slow Burn Lounge. Thank you, sir. Excellent. Thank you. Cigar God. Well, like I said, this is surprisingly medium because it doesn't look like it. When I first started on it, I had a little draw problem, but I was able to adjust it because I didn't cut it good enough. I got a V cut and I didn't cut deep enough, so I just needed to just. Tweak the end a little bit, and it draws fabulous now. Thank you, sir. For a big cigar like this. Got a great draw. And a lot of flavor, pretty good smoke. I'm going to eight and a half on this. Thank you, sir. I'm with you on that, Rick. I'm amazed on how much I like it because normally when I first looked at it, I was surprised at my score. I was a little scared at first. I started smoking it, and like you said, this is a full 18 hole cigar. I love this. I like this. I'm enjoying it. And it fits in my wheelhouse, so it's an 8.88. Eights across the board. You know, honest to God, so I like mild to medium cigars. And uh, 
I was going to give it a 9.25 until he called me a b- in all seriousness, I really like this cigar. I'm going to give it a nine. I Thank like you, this cigar, and this is a cigar I will buy to play golf. So that makes you, you that makes you a point two five. That's right. <laughs> right. Quarterback. Right. We smoked one other cigar that was a monster like this, 8.5. and everybody was a little apprehensive about it. And uh, it really turned out to be a really nice cigar too. And so, that was. The Mikarita. The Mikarita. The Mikarita. Grand Buffalo. Yes. That big monster. What size is that? I never not seen that. Seven and a half by sixty-four. Oh wow. Seven and a half by sixty-four. It's big, (laughs) and it's very different than the other Mikaritas. It's because it's. I asked Steve Saka about it, and it's a different blend. It's slightly different blend because of the size of the thing. They have to you know tweak it a little bit, and it just comes out so different. And I really like it. Because I'm really a, I'm a Lancero guy, too. I like a smaller ring gauge. Churchill's about as big as I like to go. But this one and that one are just are completely different than other big cigars. Uh, thank you. Right. So the total score turns out to be an 8.5, which is a, a pretty stand-up cigar. Uh, excellent cigar. Thank you. Thanks a lot, guys. And Very good. Thank you. You know, for golfers out there, you, you need to get this stick. This is a, this is a really good cigar, and it'll get you through eighteen holes. So this yeah. is the you know, Pandemonium Asylum Pandemonium. All right. Really beautiful. You will find them in a tray of twenty of each size. So oh, that's right. They come in the yeah. Three boxes. Okay. Yeah. So is your factory in Honduras or we Nicaragua? have a fa- one with this one in Nicaragua? Okay, and this one in Honduras. Really? Wow. We have uh, in Nicaragua. So, we have the people from Noxa that make the product for us. Right. And in Honduras, we have our own operation. So. Are your cigar rollers allowed to smoke cigars? They do. They just don't like smoking cigars. Yeah, really? these guys to get in there, man. They like to time themselves because they got they have X amount of production they need to make every day. Right. So these kids will sit there. They'll put their it used to be their watch or they'll put their phone up top and they they, they kind of see. Right. They measure themselves. So they don't have time to really sit there and light up a cigar right. or anything. So it's not something that we're ever really worried about. And not that it's a good thing or a bad thing. They just focus on making the cigars. Wow. And I have one odd question for you oh, okay. that I've that I've asked. Uh, Can't I think, wait. Uh, I asked it to Jose Dominguez. What do you give at Christmas time to your rollers? Vacation, man. Really? They get two or three weeks vacation every year. Okay. Is it yep. pay, paid? Yeah. Listen, what we do is in, in Honduras, the industry changed. With, uh, something these big companies are doing now is they'll get their production, and they get they get rid of people in August or September or July. They get whatever production they need, they let everybody go, and then people stay without a work for the next four or five months. You know, we make sure that our production, we plan it in such a way that people can work until December. Nice. And then they get paid, and we also pay the severance every year. Right. And so they get an extra, they get two salaries right. in, in December. Nice. Which is really what they want. You know, these are people that, they're very hardworking people, and we try to really take care of them because we want them to come back the year right. after that. So we're very protective about our people. Wow. And, you know, we have our own health care. We have every little thing that we can do to help these guys out. Right. We do. Each each of the different owners, like uh, I know the folks in the Dominican Republic, there are laws that state that you have to double their salary. And uh, each of the countries are different. So Honduras is the to- worst, man. Honduras is the most expensive labor that there is. Really? Minimum salary of Honduras is almost 400 U.S. dollars. Wow. A month. Yeah. When you think about that up to recently, the minimum salary in the U.S. was 900 bucks. That's right. And, you know, Coca-Cola over there still costs 30 cents a, right. 30 cents a can. 
Yeah, you know, the, the pricing on and right. the cost of living in Honduras is much less than a quarter. I mean, a lot less than a quarter than it is here, here in the U.S. So the salaries are fairly competitive. Right. People in cigar factories earn more than, than a credit manager earns in a bank right. or a teller. They can live their life like they're making, you know, 50000 a year. They're living... Probably. They're... they're, they're it's they're equivalent. not living in the U.S. They're living well, listen, with the in Honduras. Head. In Honduras, people don't have mortgages like we have here. They don't have car payments. They don't have direct TV. They don't have a million parasites in their salary. Their cell phones are prepaid, so they don't have the expenses that we have here. College doesn't cost what it right. costs here. Insurance doesn't cost what it costs here. Right. So the cost of living there is dramatically less. Right. Yeah. Right. Absolutely. But it's still, you know, it's a competitive rate. You know, they do well. Super. But the main thing is we try to guarantee them work. Which is really the big struggle. That's good. All right, ready to wrap this up here? Let's do it. Got to wrap. Excellent. Okay, thanks to the panel and the guests. Mustang Mike. Mustang All right, keep it real and be safe. Nurse Rick. This town needs an enema. Lubricant for everybody. I'm loving this cigar, man. Enema boys in the house. Is that what you would give everybody for Christmas? I would. (laughs) The Silver Fox. And she makes me glad that I'm a man. You do make me happy that I'm a man. (laughs) Granted, a Jewish man. You know, it's a little small, but hey, it works. I'm a big fan of uh, all your products. Every morning I smoke the CLE Corojo 1118. It's a really good cigar. Gracias, man. Thank you very much, bro. Glad you enjoyed it. What size? The 1118? 1118. Yeah, man. Yeah, it's my favorite. Thank you, sir. Thank you. Family jewels. Thanks for having me. It was a pleasure. Thank you. It was my honor. Okay, there you go. Yeah. <laughs> Kimmy Lopez is high. Oh, Kimmy! Kimmy Lopez. Hi, Kimmy. Dominator. the Dominator. Dominator. <laughs> Thank you all for tuning in again. Another great show. Thank you to our guests. Everyone, all of you. Thank you. Our special guests. This is this is really special for us. So. All right, pleasure Thank was you. mine, man. Thank you. Yeah. Thank you for having me. Jim, the price is right. <laughs> I love the hacks. <laughs> price, price, baby. Price, price, baby. Well, you got your song and everything. <laughs> one of our many. I love this show. Thank you very much for having me on. Is this, like, your, is this like your fourth one? I think it's the fourth one. Yeah. yeah. Wow. Yeah. I think okay. these guys do a great job. They promote everybody and they promote the industry. So it's a yeah, really, it's awesome, it's a really great you, show, man. and they and a lot of time too. And they, each event they come to, they actually support the event. So these gentlemen all partook in the, the event tonight, and purchased cigars. So I appreciate, appreciate that. that. Yeah, yeah. great cigar. You know, that's yeah. that's something that again, we're hacks. None of us are pros. None of us. We all enjoy smoking cigars, and we enjoy each other's company. We don't we don't get any money for this. We don't ask for anything, um, but. There is a cigar out there, and I have to say this, because I'm going to say it every show. To the fella who's on the Smokers Guild, 
You've got a box of PJs. I want one. Just one. Get me a PJ. A Fuente Pussy Juice. I want one of them. Just one. It's out there. All right. Someone's holding them. And, and that... Oh, the music is up. The music right. is thank up. Thank you, Christian. All right, thank you, guys. Thank you very much, guys. Christian Arone from you. CLD Cigars. my kingdom, I was finally there to sit on my throne as the Prince of L.A. All right. This is your humble announcer, producer, Cigar Act Dave. To the man! The man! The legend! And Bobby. Oh, we got Bobby and over here. Bobby. 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 What about Bob? I want to a pirate named Bob. B.O.B. Bob was a drunken old slug. What about Bob? Barbie's worked his butt off in India, too. He came right. every week for how long? A long time. Yeah, 18 months, 19 yeah. months. Yeah. Okay. He's either come back and Jeremy here, Jeremy here. <laughs> Yeah. All right, thanks to the listeners. You made it through another one. Our social media tag is Cigar Hacks, all over the usual channels Facebook, Twitter, Instagram, our website, cigarhacks.com, and, and Pornhub. Pornhub. Send us an email, cigarhacks at cigarhacks.com. See you next time on the Cigar Hacks. Remember, we're just a bunch of hacks talking cigars, etc. Soap and water. Wash your hands.